The Touchdown City Podcast is presented by Salango Law, where you don't get excuses, you get results. Visit them online at salangolaw.com. From the Riverbank Studio is your host, Anthony Lewis, along with Avon Coborn and Derek Bailey. And this is the Touchdown City Podcast. Welcome into the Touchdown City Podcast. I'm Anthony Lewis coming to you from the Stone Church Workshop in St. Albans, West Virginia, our new studio. And the show, of course, is presented by Salango Law. So make sure you find them on the web for all your legal needs. Uh, thank you guys for downloading the show, and we've got a great series of summer shows coming up for you. We're going to be doing some interviews with some former Mountaineers to talk about the Backyard Brawl. Obviously, we are uh, a few less than 100 days away from um, taking on the Pitt Panthers in Pittsburgh. They've moved the game to Thursday night, so that'll make it a nationally broadcast game, and of course... Uh, the spotlight will be on West Virginia and Pittsburgh. Obviously, um, longtime rivals. It's been about 10 years since the Mountaineers and the Pitt Panthers have played. But um, it's it's. I think the Mountaineer fans and the Pitt fans, it's already started on Twitter. So the rivalry is still alive, and uh, I'm glad that it's back. I'm 46 years old, so I remember the mid-'80s all the way up to going to my first game in 1988. So I've been a part of the rivalry since then, and I've also uh, grew up with my grandparents living on the north side of Pittsburgh. So it, it goes on, and I'm sure there's a million stories out there like that, um, The how things in the rivalry have bled into your personal life and your experiences maybe going to Pittsburgh or even to Morgantown. And, of course, we've all lived through uh, – Different things. The ninety was it ninety four uh, game at Pitt. Zach Abraham um, ninety seven triple overtime losing to uh, what was his name Pete Gonzalez. Um, you can go right through it in ninety nine. West Virginia who finished four and uh, four and six four and seven uh, actually beat Pitt the last game of the season uh, and kept Pittsburgh out of a bowl game. So it's that type of things, and of course the 07 game in Morgantown, uh, beating them the next year or two years later uh, in Morgantown uh, on a last-second field goal, Coach Stewart. I mean, there's so many crazy things that have happened in this game. So what we're going to do is through the course of the next few weeks and leading all the way up into the Pitt-West Virginia game, we're going to have former Mountaineers on just to talk about the rivalry, their perspectives any memories and experiences they may have had. And this week, our guest is the legendary Bo Orlando. So let's take a break. And when we come back, Mr. Bo Orlando will be joining us, and he'll tell us a little bit about his experiences uh, with the Pitt Panthers. And uh, don't forget, if you like this show, make sure you swing by your favorite po podcast platform and hit subscribe and even leave us a review. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Bo Orlando. We'll do that after this. 
Don't go anywhere. Oh, oh mama said, mama, mama said, my mama said, mama said that. My mama, mama said that. My mama, my mama. My mama said you ugly. Hey. The relationship between a lawyer and a client is based on trust. You have to make certain that the lawyer you hire has your best interests at heart. This is attorney Ben Salango. Just like the Mountaineers are fighting hard on the field, the Salango Law Firm will fight hard to win your case. Whether it's medical malpractice, automobile or trucking accidents, hiring an experienced lawyer will make a difference in the outcome of your case. When you hire my law firm, you get results, not excuses. Check us out at salangolaw.com. It's Mountaineer football season at Tony the Tailor. Tony the Tailor is the Valley's preeminent men's clothing store. Master Tailor Anthony Perizzino has assembled an extraordinary combination of world-renowned vendors and support staff with one goal in mind, to exceed your expectations. In addition to hand-tailored clothing, Tony the Tailor also sells quality WVU apparel from Johnny O to show your support for the Mountaineers. Use promo code Let's Go for 20% off WVU apparel at at bestmastertailor.com. Get more bank for your business with United Bank. Whether you'd like to start a business, purchase commercial real estate or equipment, United Bank can help. We support business development throughout our great state, making business and consumer loans and fueling opportunities. Small business owners' dreams come true and larger corporations grow. What can we do for your business? United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Warner Law Offices, the best part of our day is getting to hand a client a settlement check, knowing we've helped them get on with their life. If you've been hurt in a car wreck or from a workplace injury, call us. I'm Bobby Warner, and I'm your lawyer. Welcome, stranger. Yeah, hello, this is Ed, and you're listening to the Touchdown City Podcast. Welcome back to the Touchdown City Podcast with presented by Salango Law. And today joining us, and of course, leading up to the big backyard brawl, we're going to be talking to a lot of former Mountaineers, but joining us today from uh, the great state of Pennsylvania, Hall of Famer, Bo Orlando. Bo, how you doing, my friend? Hey, Anthony, how you doing, buddy? Good. Good yeah, man. Just uh, you know, it's the it's it's hitting June, and it's that time of year where people start to chatter a little bit about football. The rosters are set. The guys are coming back for summer workouts and that type of thing. But obviously, um, the first game of the season is West Virginia at Pitt, and is a big deal to the older fans and probably some of the younger fans that have heard. Uh, certain phrases over the last 10 years, but it's definitely a big deal to the West Virginia fans and former players. Um, are you excited to see the, the game come back? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was, uh, it was such a huge rival for us. I mean, uh, still to this day, I, I, uh, you know, I have, I have some uh, friends, kids that go to Pitt, and I say, hey, listen, I'll, I'll root for you, but I said I can't root for Pitt, you know, and I always <laughs> kind of bless them. Uh, you know, because of our hatred or whatever, you know, the uh, the rivalry for Pitt. So, uh, so I still hold that against Pitt. You're from not necessarily that neck of the woods, but, you know, you're more in Eastern PA. But during right. your time growing up, you had to have been very aware of Pitt and Penn State, but especially Pitt, um, you know, just doing what they were doing at that time period. The mid-70s, they had that run, and then the early 80s, they had Marino. Uh, and that's yeah. probably about the time you were coming up. What do you remember seeing about the Pitt Panthers growing up? Well, you know, I was uh, – <clears throat> Marino's 
probably graduated when I was a, when I was a freshman. So I was very, very aware of them. And, uh, you know, Penn State and Pitt were, you know, were the two teams back when we were growing up and we were going through high school football. So uh, they were very, very prominent teams and very, very prominent, uh, uh, you know, programs. And, uh, um, you know, I, 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 I still hold very big grudges against Penn State and Pitt. Uh, Penn State never recruited me. Um, but Pitt, you know, <clears throat> Pitt offered, and and, uh, and uh, you know, when I went there, Foch Fagio was the coach, and, and uh, you know, as I went through West Virginia and in the NFL, uh, you know, whenever I'd see him, he was he was such a great guy. I really, really liked Coach Foch, you know, Fagio, and uh, you know, so so I never held that against him. But uh, you know, but the Pitt Penn State kind of hatred, and I, and I began to, and I wouldn't say hate, but you know, the, the rivalry and the thing against Pitt when I was at West Virginia and, uh, and, and Penn State, but I've always not been a big fan of Penn State either. <laughs> what was the difference between West Virginia and Pitt for you when it comes to the recruiting aspect? Because you said they, that Pitt offered you. Yeah, I just think I just think for me, and, and, and I tell, you know, I, I'm an athletic director at, at our high school, and uh, I help coach football, and, you know, I tell kids that are going on recruiting trips and, and uh, colleges, and, uh, you know, I say, hey, listen, you got to, you know, you gotta visit and, and stay overnight, or you know, and, and you know, and hang around with the guys because those are the guys you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be with 24/7. And you know, to me, Pitt was, you know, I come from a small town, Burke's a very, very small town, very close to that uh, uh, community. And to me, Pitt was like a little city school, um, sort of speak. And uh, West Virginia, when I went there, I just, I just felt at home. I felt like these are my guys that I grew up with from high school. And this is very, very similar to me. And, uh, you know, still to this day, it's, you know, it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. Absolutely. So even at that time, you came to Morgantown about, what, 83 or so? Uh, um, 80, yeah, 83 it was, yeah. Was that the – now Now I'm getting bad with dates because it's early in the morning. Was that the hostetler <laughs> pit game or was that 82? Uh, so 80, 83, I guess, uh, Haas graduated in. So that was, uh, I missed, it was 83 or 82. I know Haas was either, I, I think he, I think he was the year before, uh, you know, before I got there as a true freshman. Okay. I think Haas was there, so. Yeah. Cause it took him yeah, a few, was, it, no. it took West Virginia a few years to, to not get that, to get that monkey off coach Nealon's back, uh, in Hostetler, Took it around the end there, heading towards the postcard center for the for the the game winning touchdown. But um, you know, you you had your ups and downs through your career with the Panthers. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean they were. I mean, God, when, when I went when I was a freshman there, you know, they still have Bill Fralick, uh, Tony Green. I mean, they they had some you know uh, pro- prolific uh, All Americans, and uh, they were you know they they were definitely the team. I mean, it didn't get us till. You know, we had a few rough years there in the beginning, but uh, but uh, other than that, then we started, you know, rising probably my, you know, sophomore a little bit, but my junior, senior years when we really started, uh, when we started that team, you know, for, for the uh, for the Fiesta Bowl. So, uh, so it was it was back and forth, and they, they were a dominant team, you know, when we first got there, but uh, but things kind of things kind of swung around, and uh, um, you know, but they they it was a prolific program absolutely one of the things that was uh, interesting to me is i went back you know we had text with you earlier in the week and we had so i went back and i was like let me check and see how how 
Bo's record against Pitt was. In 87, you guys lost, I believe, 6-3 to three in Morgantown. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I I don't remember losing six to three to him, but I know they had. Um, I know Iron had Haywood. Uh, now now that you say that, uh, that or, he was uh, he was a big player for him then, and I remember losing there. I remember going to them my senior. We beat them there my senior year. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> God, it's been so. It's been over thirty years. Uh, like I, I think I beat him our freshman year because that was the year we were seven and zero. Was was Joe's we uh, senior year? We were seven and zero, and the Orange Bowl started coming around, and then we lost to we lost to Virginia, I think Temple and Rutgers, or, or we lost three teams. We were seven and zero, and we went like you know we were like seven and four, or, or ended up eight and three. Um, so I know we beat them there, but I didn't remember until you said that. Now I remember Ironhead Ironhead Haywood mm-hmm. kind of running over us. Uh, he was pretty hard to stop. I I, I may have the score wrong because. I- Obviously, my phone's connected, but it was a weird score. Three nothing, six three. It was super like, it was a weird score uh, in yeah. Morgantown. But leading up to the '88 season, obviously, when you guys went to Pittsburgh, um, that was the marquee game. That was the game because if you remember, at that point, people didn't know if West Virginia was for real or not, and Pittsburgh was ranked 16th in the country. So that yeah, was that was yeah, going to be the, that, the test. Yeah, yeah that was uh, yeah absolutely. We started going through our schedule our senior year. I mean, we knew we had a special team, but you know, like you said, that, you're talking 1984. Um, there there wasn't a lot of media like it is now. ESPN. I mean, they weren't showing you know West Virginia. They were showing the you know the Penn States, the uh, uh, the Oklahomas, the you know, you know the big teams back then. I mean, you didn't know a lot about some other teams than we knew about Pitt because, like I said, they were a pretty prolific program. Um, but, uh, you know, they were, they were seeing we were for real. We just we just won one game at a time, and we just got, you know, better and better every week. And uh, we knew we had a special team, but proving it to everybody else. And, and even when we were going for the national championship, I mean, when, when Nebraska was there, they were, you know, they were claiming – they should have played for the national championship, and they should be ranked higher than us. Yada yada yada. So uh, that was kind of the first year where we, we pretty much got on the map. You know? What do you remember, Coach Nealon, telling you guys about the pit rivalry and what it meant for West Virginia and Pittsburgh? You know, he really didn't have to say much. I mean, they're they're an hour, an hour and a half up the road, uh, and like I said, they were they were. They were one of the you know top twenty programs in the country. Uh, you know when when we went there, and uh, like I said, that the you know Bill Fralich, the Hugh Greens. I mean they had uh, they had all kind of you know all kind of players out there, and uh, and uh, really didn't have to say much. You knew that you know when 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 Penn Penn State's uh, was on the schedule. I mean Coach Newland didn't have to say much. Believe me. What um, what are some stories that you share from those games when? You know, obviously, I saw you a few weeks ago for the alumni gathering. Um, and what what are some sto- the, some pit stories that you guys share amongst each other whenever you guys get back together? You know, not a, I, I don't have a I don't have a ton. I have some other stories from other teams. I don't have a ton for Pitt. I just I, but I I do remember like visiting and going and playing in their old stadium. Uh, you know, it was on a hill. You had a you know big incline. You had to walk up, and it was that you know that little it was like a bowl in there. So. Um, you know, like I said, I don't have a ton of stories of the pit, you know, rivalry, um, but I do remember like going on their campus, and that's one of the things like I tell, 
you know, my friends that, that, that their kids go to Pitt now. I said, it just, it's not the same, even though the game's going to be at Pitt this year, like going to the Steelers stadium and not having a college atmosphere around, um, it just kind of, I don't know, to me, it kind of takes away a little bit. I wish they would have built a stadium, you know, on their campus and it would have been more like, more like the old days and, you know, kind of like Morgantown, you know, people all are at their houses and everything. And they, you know, you know, walk in from, you know, uh, from, from their housing and everything. And it's kind of like right in the middle of the, uh, of the campus. But, uh, to me, that's, that's one, you know, one thing that I, I, I kind of dislike about that. Well, you, it's interesting. You are a answer to a trivia question and the trivia question would be what former Mountaineer player played a pro- professional and collegiate game in Mountaineer field. And that would have been you during, because of the, your time with the Steelers, you, right. came, you came back and played, I think with the Atlanta Falcons. That was, it, that's, that's a, that's a, well, that's a, a great story. Yeah. I was, I was with my last year with the Steelers and we played a uh, preseason games with the Atlanta Falcons and uh, it was in Morgan. It was in, West Virginia Stadium, and I, if, if I'm not, there's, there was another, and I, and I can't, somebody was with Atlanta from West Virginia, he was a rookie, and I can't remember his name, but there was, there was another player, so every time, it was funny, because I was backing up at the time, uh, 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 you know, that safety, and every time, you know, I would make a tackle, or, or uh, and I can't remember the other guy's name that played for Atlanta. Would make a tackle, the whole crowd would go like nuts, and everybody's like looking at me. I'm like, Dude, this is my, this is my home. You know, <laughs> this is home for me. You know, so it was kind of, it was kind of neat when you have LeVon Kirkland and all these guys looking at me like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, this, you know, these, these are, this is my team. You know what I mean? And uh, so that was a, that was a great experience for me. And I actually have a photo, and that's what I tell people. I said, you know, not many, not many guys can say they played their. NFL game in, in Morgantown Stadium. It was, have, it was pretty special for me. I'll have to check and see who that was because I'm trying to think. It would have been someone from the 98 roster in Morgantown. So it was it was it. Uh, I don't think it was Canute Curtis. Did he go? Did Canute? Because I played with Canute in in uh, in Cincinnati. Yeah, he was in Cincinnati. So, so it wasn't career. him. So I I I'm almost positive there was another player from West Virginia that played on uh, Atlanta. I, I will I, look. I, at, you know, I'll look that up before I pitch that um, trivia I, I, question. I did get hit in the head one too many times, you know, and so I, I may be corrected, but uh, but I, I'm almost positive that that there was a rookie on uh, on on Atlanta's team. You have to check that out. Obviously, um, you you still follow West Virginia, and you've seen. Oh, what is it that's so crazy about this game? Because if you remember over the years, obviously, there's been years that West Virginia's beat Pitt to keep them out of bowl games. There's been years that the game was a blowout and all of a sudden the other team comes back and it just ends in a wild frenzy. There's been just some – and then, of course, 07, you know, the, the huge upset where Pittsburgh beats oh. West Virginia to keep him out of the national championship game. What is it about that game that, that creates so many wild scenarios? Well, you know, it's, 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 it's um, like you said, like – nothing had to be said like your coaches couldn't say anything i mean it was just a, a, a you know almost an interstate rivalry across the lines but like half of those guys were there from 
you know, our, our back then it was, you know, most of our players, we've had, we had a few players from Florida, but most of our players were from, you know, Pennsylvania, Ohio, New Jersey. So all of them, you know, Pitt and West Virginia were re- recruiting the same guys. And uh, so, so it, it was, uh, like I said, you didn't have to say much. And it was, you could throw the records out of the window because no matter what it was, like players just stepped up. Uh, to the next level. Like when you played in that game, you know how you, you know how to bring your all and then some because um, it, it didn't matter what their record was, what they were ranked. I mean, you know, you were in for, a, like you said, it's, it's the backyard brawl and you were in for a brawl. And, 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 and like you said, a funny story about that was the first time my, my son played up in New Hampshire, <clears throat> played football up in New Hampshire, and he graduated the very first game I got because I never got to bring him to any games, you know, because I was playing. And then, and then when I was done, he, you know, he was playing. So um, I brought him back to when uh, Rich's senior year, when we were, if we would have beat him, you know, when they played for the national championship and, you know, we had great seats where, you know, every, he's meeting everybody, this and that. It was a night game. I was like, Oh man, Joey, this is, this is going to get wild. When we win this game, this is going to get crazy. Morgantown. And, you know, that's when LaShawn McCoy just ran all over us. And, and, uh, everybody's everybody's jaws were dropped the whole game. I mean, after the game, it was at nighttime in Morgantown, and you can hear a pin drop. And I mean, it was the most unsettling feeling uh, around. So I remember that game. Like I said, I was there. Uh, so that was a, a pretty upsetting. But yeah, I mean, it's you know you, you you don't have really have to say much to the West Virginia game. I mean, it's a you know it's it's a brawl. Yeah, I've got family. Um, so my grandparents live on the north side, and uh, and and if you're you're familiar with the north side, so absolutely. So right. they lived. If you get off of that Chateau Street exit and go back into Manchester, they're like six blocks back into there. So as a, as a kid, I could walk to Three River Stadium and go to oh, pi- wow. and go to pirate games and things like that. So right. there were, uh, you know, you it. The rivalry goes all the way down. I mean, even into families because the '89 game, my grandparents were here in Charleston, were here in St. Albans, and there. Uh, and you know how small towns have parades, right? Um, so they had a homecoming parade in town, and nobody thought <laughs> nobody thought much about it. And my grandfather has this big pit sweatshirt on. It, uh, it wasn't uncommon because he always had on Steeler shirts pictures you know but nobody put two and two together that day and we get into town and people are yelling at him from the from the parade (laughs) and my dad i'll have to dig it up and i'll see if i can dig it up and post it to our social media you can hear him yelling back to the people in the parade he would say he he was saying we're going to whip your ass with a west virginia quarterback Because at the time they had Alex Van Pelt, who was from West Virginia, right? And right. So it, it's that type of stuff. I'm sure everybody listening has some sort of story where they've been into uh-huh. it with a pit fan, or there's been altercations or arguments. Yeah. And, oh man! And that's what makes for a great rivalry in my book. So I'm I'm looking forward right. to it. And um, oh, you know, and and of course you played with like Eugene Napoleon, who who came from Pitt, who transferred from Pitt. Yeah. What? And A.B. A, B, a, B, a. B. Brown came down uh, from Pitt. And, uh, you know, and, and I just – and I don't want to say it over there, but I heard some stories about how it how it all kind of began. And, 
you know, that, that AB kind of contacted Coach Neal, and that's what I heard. And, uh, you know, he thought it was a prank call when he called him. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, all, uh, it's all pretty pretty wild. And, and like I said, when those guys got there, they even wanted to beat Pitt even more, you know, because, uh, because they were there and they had a little grudge match because things didn't go well for them. But, uh, but um, yeah, like you said, you, did, you didn't have to say much. I mean, I, like, like – and I don't say hatred, but I, I still – I, I mean, I really – I dislike Pitt very much. <laughs> <laughs> I still do, and every time I see a shirt, I'm like, "Hey, sorry about your shirt." Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll make comments and, and say that. Like I said, I have a lot of friends, uh, daughters, and, and, and sons that go there, and, and uh, we still. Hey, and actually, my girlfriend's uh, daughter goes there, so I, you know, she said, oh, "We're playing you this year," and I said, "Yeah, I know." You yeah. Know what I mean? and, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of, uh, you know, it's that, that inner rival that, like, like you said, it's a different meaning to us as it is to them because. You know, back back in the day, I mean, there was there was some battles. You know what I mean? There was there was not only for not only for the conference or winning our bowl games. I mean, it was bragging rights because you're, you're you know most of those guys you knew weren't too far away from you. You know, you knew you knew a couple guys that played there from your area and played against in high school because, like I said, it was you know Ohio, uh, West Virginia, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, where most of your guys were from. So mm-hmm. you, you knew a lot of guys. So yeah, it, it was pretty special. I always kind of looked at it too is um, more of like the city, this the city folks that look down on the country folks, you know, they because they always want to tell the the hillbilly jokes and that type of thing, and you know, right. so I always kind of saw it from that perspective, um, and but it's it's a it's an interesting rivalry, and of course over the next few weeks we'll have more more guys on the show that'll share their experiences. But um, right. I, I'm what do you have any big plans for that game? I know it's a Thursday night and um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Like I said, because I, you know, I, I'm an athletic director now in high school and, uh, and, you know, we have, um, and, you know, our season's going on. So I, I oh, don't yeah. know if I can make it. I mean, I, I'm going to try because it's a Thursday night league, you know, game. And then I'd have to get up in the morning and drive back and, you know, coach in our game. So, uh, so I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure if I'm going to make this one. I'll definitely make Morgan Tank. Like I said, I'm not real, real high on you know playing at at the Steelers Stadium because it's not to me. It's not you know like a like a college rivalry. It's that's like one thing I really dislike about you know the, about their football program. But um, but so maybe if I don't make this one, you know, I'll definitely make the one at Morgan Tank. Mm-hmm. No doubt, I'll make plans. But uh, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to try for sure. Yeah, that's. I, who's gonna, you know, and that's an interesting perspective. How the the change of venue on their end is has changed the the game for you. I know because you're you're used to being in that old Pitt Stadium. Yeah, yeah. So that's just kind of interesting. That little tweak has changed it for you. And yeah, um, uh, so yeah, yeah, like yeah, like riding your bus through campus and people, you know, like not throwing stuff, but like you know, shafting and mooning or whatever. Like back in the day, and you're going through and you're seeing everything, and you pull up to the thing, and then you got to walk up the hill to the stadium, and you know, going that old. It was an old stadium, but it was you know the Tony Dorsets, and, and I mean, it was it was um, you know, it, it had so much so much culture to it. You know what I mean? And that that was like even though it wasn't that big or that that great but it was just that's that's the stadium you know it's like they tear down all these old stadiums i mean you know i played in three rivers and i played in you know the vet and all the old ones i mean that's the stories like the great stories uh from back in you know back in the day and and that's a you know like i said they were such a prolific program and, and you know their boosters and everything i remember when you know going there i mean they were you know they all americans this and that you know hugh green i mean it was uh 
it was pretty like you said it was a it was a night and day from them in West Virginia when I when I got recruited by them because like you said it was a you know big city big you know big exposure to no exposure like who's West Virginia kind of thing and right. uh, and I always like I mean I'm very very like I come from a huge Italian family very down earth guy and I always liked the little underdog I always root for the underdog you know what I mean because I like that uh, you know just that worth ethic you know the old school kind of guy worth ethic and uh, you know, just go out there and see what happens you know what i mean i'm not a big uh not a big press guy or what my name mentioned or patted on the back you know what i mean i am you know you know me for a long time i don't i don't care who you are they treat everybody the same you know and uh so that's why that's why west virginia is such such a special place for me well obviously we the, the west virginia fans are, are thrilled that you, you made the decision to come to morgantown because Obviously, you went on to have a great career in Morgantown and a long uh, professional career. And uh, right. I know that people still love you here in the the Mountain State. I know, unfortunately, you don't get to come back as much as you'd like to. But when you do come right. back, people show you a lot of love. I know you've came down to help me out a oh. few times. And uh, oh, that's you know that that like I said, that's what I like. I like I said, it's the best decision I've ever made. I mean, you know, you're friends with you from. I mean, I have tons of friends when you go down there and you talk to you know people and. You know, you get that. I've been in games for 40 years or 50 years, and I remember it. I mean, it's just uh, – and it's just down-earth people. I mean, even even when uh, – I, I know a lot of people that, that go in and where other schools have played or their families played. I mean, like, oh, my God, West Virginia is such a great place. They were so hospitable, even to the, to the visiting fans. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, we had our rivals, but um, – you know, we have we have some we have some great fans and some great people, and that's that's my kind of people. You know, absolutely. Well, Bo, I'm going to cut you loose, my friend. I appreciate you talking the t- taking the time to come on and talk about the backyard brawl and, and your perspective and and what what it means to you. Um, have a have a great weekend, um, and hopefully, I know you, you're always busy in the fall. I don't get to see you as much at the games anymore, but um, that's a good thing, man. Kind of take taking those kids and and putting on you yeah know, spreading the spreading the love and 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 you know put, putting those kids in the right direction man we need we need yeah. more more of you and less of the craziness yeah. well you know now i you know I, I i've been coaching for you know 19 20 years and now i get what you know what with what coaching really does like coach Nealon and, and how when you know I, I i didn't see him last time i was in for the spring game but coach couldn't make it he wasn't feeling well so but i gave him a call you know what i mean it's just like that's the camaraderie and that's the thing i miss about that because you know he's such an influential person in my life uh coach Nealon there for five years and like you said you're there you know 24 7 at the stadium you're staying in the summers and uh you know being a coach in uh, high school and having these guys you know go to you know have a little bit of part in their life they go to college they come back they have families they bring and they always come back to the football and I was always like wondering you know what my high school coach and college coaches what's so special about it but I mean you you have a part in their life um and, and their upbringing and and uh that's that's to me that's puts more value than any any kind of money amount or, or, or you know whatsoever on it so uh, i'm just happy i can give back and uh you know that can be uh be, be good influence in someone's life that's awesome man well bo i'm gonna cut you loose man i appreciate it all and, right uh, Anthony, always a pleasure anytime brother all right i appreciate you man okay, take care good talking all right take care bud. all right bye-bye the great Bo Orlando there. Uh, obviously, um, his career at West Virginia was uh, memorable leading up to his senior year on the 1988 team that, uh, of course, 
uh, had the undefeated regular season and then went on to uh, unfortunately lose to Notre Dame, but uh, had some back-and-forth battles with the Pitt Panthers in his career. And during that senior year, 1988, West Virginia, um, that was the the big test for the Mountaineers. And um, they had to go to Pittsburgh to to play Pitt. And I believe at the time, Pitt was 16th in the country. And then um, – and I'm going to look up real quick the results from um, 1987. So, West Virginia, Pitt played in 87. And, of course – my phone does not want to find it. But if I remember correctly, it was an odd schedule or an odd. It doesn't want to find it. And I'm not going to bore you guys with it. But I just remember you guys can look it up. It was super close. And which was odd. It was an odd score. And I just remember thinking as I looked it up, that was kind of the precursor to what was going to come in 1988. The 87 team. Just needed a few breaks here and there. They had all the same guys. They were all juniors and then had to come back in 88. But uh, that was the great Bo Orlando. And we appreciate you guys taking time to download this week's episode of the Touchdown City podcast. And, it, of course, the show is presented by Salengo Law. If you'd like to support the show, make sure you swing by and check out um, some of the merchandise at touchdowncity.com. We've got Touchdown City shirts. And we've also got our special edition pit shirt. So make sure you swing by and check that out at touchdowncity.com. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if you like the show, leave us a review. And we'll be back real soon. We've got some more episodes booked. And we will be recording them. And uh, throughout the course of the summer, catching up with the people, the men and women that uh, have been a part of the Backyard Brawl. Again, I'm Anthony Lewis for the Touchdown City Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Touchdown City Podcast is produced by Anthony Lewis in partnership with HD Media, the Charleston Gazette Mail. Get your Touchdown City Podcast merchandise by visiting touchdowncity.com.